what does it mean to be shy, you know, socially anxious or being an introvert. I think these are really important terms to understand and being able to differentiate. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I'm I'm really glad you asked me that because, you know, a lot like as I'm, uh, you know, doing this, there's a lot of, um, you know, misunderstanding out there in the world of like, you know, what is an introvert, right? And so I think the first sort of spark to, to start off at is that a lot of people think that if you're an introvert, it means you're shy, which is actually not the case. An introvert is defined as somebody who predominantly spends most of their time and attention focusing on the internal world, emotions, thoughts, feelings, and they gain energy from them. And an extrovert is the opposite. Someone whose brain is structured in the sense of they are mainly focusing on the external world, like their environment. And so these are just two personality traits. They actually have nothing to do um, with being shy. And then on top of that, you know, it, it, and so it's okay to be like a, a, a quiet introvert. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And then it's also okay and, and natural to every once in a while be shy. You know, like if you go to an event for the first time and let's say you don't know anybody there um, and, uh, you know, it's okay to be a little bit shy then. But there are some people who become shy in every situation, in every environment, no matter what group of people they are in, they are shy. And if that is perpetuated long enough, if they do that long enough, then that can become social anxiety. Where, like, if you talk to anybody who's really shy, they'll tell you that whenever they think they have to talk to people or whenever they're in an environment, their armpits, their palms on their hands start sweating, their heartbeat starts beating, their forehead starts to sweat, they start to feel really hot, their throat will, will clench up and it'll tighten their mind will give them a thousand thoughts and they'll overthink and they won't be able to talk any uh, talk about anything. And so what will happen is if, if someone is shy and that happens to them all the time, eventually what will happen is your body will um, factor in that biochemical response and it'll activate even if your mind and your brain is not shy. And so it'll give you the feelings of what it's like to be shy even if you're not shy, to make you shy. And so this will happen and you know this affects approximately like, I mean, who knows what the numbers is, but, apparently, but approximately 20% uh, of adults in America and up to 40 to 50% of kids. And so some people grow out of this, but some people don't grow out of this. And so for me, like when I was kind of realizing this, I realized that social anxiety was creating so many other problems in my life, right? Like we know that if you, like, you know, for example, a Harvard study found that one of the few associations with happiness during someone's life is the quality of their relationships. And if you are have social anxiety, you're probably not going to have quality relationships. And if you do have relationships, they're very shallow because you're not showing your authentic self. And so for me, when I was kind of writing this book and I was taking a look at the data and the science, I was like, I have to write this. And on top of that, you know, social anxiety is, is, is actually really correlated with substance abuse and social isolation. And social isolation and, and substance abuse 
disorder are both correlated with suicide. And so a lot of the times, you know, there's a study done in Cornell where they find that a lot of problems that people face actually stem from how they perform in social situations, which is social anxiety. And a lot of times you'll see someone, they might be abusing alcohol or some other kind of drug, or they might not, or they might not be trying. They might not be pushing themselves to their limit, to their potential, because social anxiety has put so many boundaries on their life. And, you know, there's this quote that I talked about in the book. It's like, the mind, the brain is the worst prison to be locked into because you don't know where the jail cell ends and starts. And so a lot of people that are going through this don't actually even know they have this problem. And so it's it's definitely a big issue and why I was just like, man, I really got to write this book because there aren't books out there like this.